0: This is Indianapolis Coast Retro Wayne, and you're listening to the For the Culture Podcast. This is the For the Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Diamond. Today, we're going to begin our all 22, where We go through each position group on the offense and defensive sides of the football. I'm going to take the offense. Jason's going to take the defense, and we're going to alternate back and forth each day so today we're going to start with the most important position on the field the quarterback position there's four quarterbacks currently on the colts roster we're going to go through each of the four quarterbacks what they've done in recent years how they got to this point and how we view their role in 2020 so we're going to go four three two one starting with chad kelly chad kelly has a very interesting fan base if you're on twitter chad kelly twitter is the weirdest most bizarre twitter In the Twitter universe, you have NBA Twitter, you have Colts Twitter, you have MLB Twitter, but then a subdivision of Colts Twitter or a subdivision of Old Miss Twitter is Chad Kelly Twitter. There's multiple Chad Kelly bots. I don't know if it's Chad Kelly himself, I don't know if it's Chad Kelly's frat brothers from Old Miss, fans of Old Miss, family, friends. I don't know who it is, but there are five to ten accounts that are obsessed with Chad Kelly. They have his jersey. They have his Broncos jersey. They have a Colts jersey. I mean, they're obsessed with Chad Kelly. It's a very odd subdivision of Colts Twitter or Ole Miss Twitter or Bronco Twitter. I don't know where these people have come from, but they believe Chad Kelly could start games in the NFL. They believe he is a starting quarterback. They believe he should have beat out Jacoby Brissett last year for the starting job. They believe that we shouldn't have signed Phillip Rivers because Chad Kelly is ready to take over the reign and be the starting quarterback in Indianapolis. A very odd group there on Twitter is Chad Kelly Twitter. But getting away from those delusional fans who think Chad Kelly could start games in this league or think that Chad Kelly is as good as his preseason statistics showed him to be last year, I think those people are out of their mind. Chad Kelly is really nothing more at this point than a camp quarterback. He got the invite last year because of Jim Kelly, his uncle's relationship with Frank Reich. They played together in Buffalo. Frank Reich was Jim Kelly's backup for a number of years. Jim Kelly, Hall of Fame quarterback, took Buffalo to four Super Bowls. Frank Reich, Jim Kelly, very good friends, old teammates. They go back, way back to their days in Buffalo. So, as friends, Frank Reich made a nice gesture to Jim Kelly, gave his nephew a shot, gave him an opportunity in training camp last year and then from that point forward they didn't just give him a job they didn't just sign him to the practice squad because Frank Reich and Jim Kelly are friends I truly believe Chad Kelly made the most out of his camp invite last year the camp invite probably did come from some form of nepotism, some form of a friend of a friend to get Chad Kelly the opportunity. But once he got that opportunity, he really did make the most of it. He beat out Philip Walker in the preseason. He outplayed Philip Walker. And Philip Walker went on to have a really good season in the XFL. And he's currently under contract with the Carolina Panthers as the backup quarterback to Teddy Bridgewater in Carolina. So He's making an NFL career for himself now, and he was getting better and better from 2017 to 18 to 19. He was getting better and better in the preseason for the Colts, but last year, I really did believe Chad Kelly beat him out and deserved that spot on the Colts' practice squad after serving that two-game suspension. When you look at the preseason stats for Chad Kelly, 54 of 73, 73% completion percentage, which is very, very good, 583 yards on those 54 completions, also very good, two TDs to two picks, not a great ratio, but small sample size, 10 rushing attempts for 107 yards, averaged over 10 yards per rushing attempt, two touchdowns on the ground, never fumbled the football. So he had a really solid preseason for the Colts. I think the Colts finished 1-3 and last year in the preseason. Now, of course, that's a small sample size. He was our third string, fourth string quarterback in preseason. So he's going up against guys who are not making NFL rosters. He's going up against Walmart and GameStop and Target employees. So it's a little bit different. You have to take those numbers with a grain of salt. But He did show something in the preseason last year. I do believe he earned that job. He earned the practice squad spot for the Colts, that scout team position, and I think he'll compete for that again this year. But the problem is Jacob Eason now coming in as a fourth-round pick is the third quarterback on the depth chart. I know Frank Reich and Chris Ballard have made the point to emphasize that Chad Kelly and Jacob Eason will be fighting for that third quarterback spot In my opinion, that spot is Jacob Eason's or it doesn't exist. I don't think we carry three quarterbacks on the 55-man roster if Jacob Eason gets totally outplayed by Chad Kelly. I think we either carry two quarterbacks or three with Eason. I do not see a world where we carry three quarterbacks and one of them is Chad Kelly. Because even if Rivers and Bursette were to both go down, I don't think we carry Jacob Eason and Chad Kelly, I think we go out and sign a quarterback like Cam Newton to come in and start and then have Eason sit behind him and we still cut Chad Kelly. So I don't see really any way where Chad Kelly is on this roster come September unless Jacob Eason was so bad, we cut him and cut Kelly, and then somebody were to pick up Eason. If somebody picks up Eason, then we would sign Kelly to the practice squad again. But if we keep Eason on the 55-man roster, we carry three quarterbacks, he'll get those scout team reps, and then we won't have a quarterback on the practice squad. So then Chad Kelly will be gone because there's no reason to have four quarterbacks in the system. So at that point, Chad Kelly will have to go somewhere else. He'll probably get another job. He'll probably get a scout team job somewhere, a practice squad job. Somewhere, but up until this point, I don't think it looks good for him, and I don't see that as a possibility. I do not think Eason will get cut. I think Eason, I think, will carry three quarterbacks, and I think Eason will be one of them, as Jacob Eason comes in as a fourth-round pick out of Washington. He's 6'6", 231 so physically. He fits the bill over the last three years, not a ton of experience, only started 13 games. And out of every quarterback drafted in the 2020 draft, only one quarterback had less starting experience than Easton. So he's coming in very raw, physically, naturally gifted, talented, super highly regarded coming out of high school, was a five-star, was the best player in the nation coming out of high school as a pro-style quarterback, 6'6", 231. So physically, he fits the bill. He checks all those boxes but there are definitely inefficiencies in his game but he's in the perfect situation in Indy to work those things out because when he went to the University of Georgia he got hurt in 2016 started every game as a true freshman got hurt in 2016 got beat out by Jake Fromm in 2017 then transferred to Washington in 2018, where he had to sit a year after transferring, made 13 starts in 2019, 64.2 completion percentage, 23 touchdowns to 8 interceptions. After basically sitting for two full years, he put up 64% completion percentage, 23 touchdowns to 8 interceptions his first year in a brand new system in Washington. So when you take all those into consideration, and then you take into consideration the situation he's walking into. You have a head coach who's a former quarterback in this league. You have a borderline Hall of Famer in front of you in Philip Rivers who's 6th all-time in passing yards, six all-time in passing touchdowns, a pro's pro. You have a great backup backing up Philip Rivers and Jacoby Brissett who started 31 games over the last three years for the Colts. So you have the time to develop and you're sitting behind two pros and you have a quarterback coach in your head coach, in Frank Reich. So it's just the perfect, ideal system for Jacob Eason to walk into. And the return on investment for the Colts, it was a fourth-round pick. We didn't take Eason as a project in the first or second round. We took him in the fourth round. People had him graded out as a first, second-round quarterback if he went back to Washington who knows where he would have got drafted next year he could have been a top 15 top 10 pick the Colts get him in the fourth round and we have the time we don't have to throw him into the fire this year even if something god forbid were to happen to Rivers we still have Jacoby Brissett to start games who has 31 games of starting experience in Indianapolis over the last three years and 15 out of those 31 are in the Frank Reich offense so Jacob Beeson could not have walked in to a better situation I believe he will make this roster I believe he will be the third quarterback. Maybe they try to do something with Eason where they say he's injured so they could put him on the pup or they could somehow save that roster spot so you don't have to carry three quarterbacks all year when you're planning on only using one. And then God forbid if you have to use two, you use two. But you really don't see a situation where you're going to have to use three quarterbacks. So, if they could somehow get him on the pup, say there's an injury, even if it's not a serious injury. But either way, I think Eason's going to be on this roster. I don't think there's any doubt about that because he's a project player for the future to eventually, hopefully, be the Colts' starting quarterback and eventually be a franchise quarterback in the NFL. The second quarterback, the backup. This season, the starter last season, Jacoby Brissett, came over in 2017, started 15 games in 2017, started 15 games last year in 2019. And we criticized him. We critiqued him last year as a starting quarterback because when you look at the 32 starters, he was near the bottom. He was not a great starting quarterback. But in terms of backups, he's one of the better backups, one of the best backups in the NFL. And with the current virus, with COVID-19, with a 38-year-old starting quarterback in Phillip Rivers, I think it's a really good idea to have a solid backup. A backup who went 7-8 and eight last year, but a backup who started 5-2. and two. The duration of the season hurt Jacoby. Over time, teams figured him out. Over time, his production went down. But he started the season solid. We were winning games, and that's the goal, to win as many games as possible. So if Rivers were to get COVID-19 and miss a couple weeks, or something were to, God forbid, Happen to Philip Rivers where he misses a game or two. You have Jacoby who you could plug in and you could go two and zero. You could go three and one. You could go four and zero because we saw last year with a less talented roster he went five and two. So now you add the Forrest Buckner, you add Michael Pittman Jr., you add Jonathan Taylor. This is a much more talented roster than last year's roster was. And the kicking situation because last year in the first seven games the kicking situation was god awful. This year we're gonna have a legitimate competition. the kicking spot, and we're going to either have Rodrigo Blankenship or McLaughlin, two kickers that at this point are clearly better than 2019 46-year-old Adam Vinatieri. So I think if, God forbid, Jacoby needs to start a couple games, we have a reliable backup, one of the best backups in the league, evaluating him as a backup quarterback, not a starter. He's not a starter. But as far as backups go, Jacoby is still one of the best backup quarterbacks in the league. Plus, Up until this point, we haven't had OTAs. Training camp is going to have limitations and restrictions. So to have Jacoby, a quarterback in the quarterback room, who could help Phillip Rivers, and yes, Rivers played with Sirianni and Reich in San Diego, but it's nice to have a guy to help you get familiar with the terminology, and you couldn't have a better teammate and a better pro than Jacoby in terms of locker room, locker room culture, leadership, to be able to take a step back and help the receivers get to know Philip Rivers and to help Philip Rivers catch up to speed. That takes a special kind of person, a special kind of leader. And I believe that's what Jacoby Brissett is. So Jacoby will be on this roster unless a starter goes down and a team makes an offer. The Colts just can't refuse. If that's the case, then you move Brissett and you have Easton sit behind Philip Rivers. Also How does Eason look? If Eason looks like he's ready and he's ready this summer to be a backup in the NFL, where God forbid Philip Rivers goes down for a couple weeks, if you believe Eason is ready to take that role and a team who offers you something for Jacoby, which is better than the compensation pick you'll get next year, maybe you entertain that. But I do not see any situation unless it's a catastrophic injury where Jacoby Brissett is cut. I don't see Brissett being cut. We've already paid him too much for this season to cut him at this point he's not expendable to the point where you're just going to cut him he's either going to make the roster or he'll be traded but i would expect him to make the roster and be the backup quarterback to philip rivers who comes in on that one year 25 million dollar contract he's 38 years old so he's up there in age but you can't put a price on the experience sixth all-time in passing yards sixth all-time in passing touchdowns if you told me this time last year when andrew luck was still on this roster that philip rivers would be our starter in 2020, I would say you're nuts. I would say you are absolutely out of your mind after the year Andrew Luck had in 2018. I would never believe that Phillip Rivers was the Colts' starting quarterback, but here we are. A lot has changed. Luck retired in August. Phillip Rivers gets chased out of town in Los Angeles, and he's the Colts' starting quarterback now going into 2020. He's one of those players. He's one of my most hated players of all time, we never beat those Chargers teams. We never beat Phillip Rivers. He always played well against us. He always played well in Indianapolis, knocked us out of the playoffs. I hated Philip Rivers. I hated him on a Brady level. That's how much I hated Phillip Rivers when he was in San Diego and Los Angeles. But he's one of those players, you hate him when he's on the other team, and I think you love him when he's on your team because already listening to his speeches, listening to the way he's fired up to play in Indianapolis, he's one of those players, and we all know kids that we grew up with, playing sports. You hated them when they were on the other team. You love them when they were on your team. That is Phillip Rivers in a nutshell, and I think we're going to really love Phillip Rivers this year, especially if the Colts are winning games. If the Colts go 10-6, and 11-5, 12-4, make the playoffs, make a run in the playoffs, we're going to love Phillip Rivers in Indianapolis. That fiery personality is so freaking annoying when it's on the opposing sideline. But when it's on your sideline, you love it. You love the spirit. It goes from being cocky and arrogant and annoying to being a rah-rah, fired-up leader. And it's just funny how stuff like that works, and Phillip Rivers is a prime example of that. People will bring up the turnover ratio, the interceptions in 2019, 23 touchdowns, to 20 interceptions. Not good. Not great by any stretch of the imagination. 5-11 and 11 last year for the Los Angeles Chargers. But you have a defensive-minded head coach. You're trailing in almost every game. A majority of those interceptions came late when you're down multiple scores trying to come back. The offensive line in Los Angeles isn't in the same stratosphere as the offensive line in Indianapolis. And you just go back one year for Philip Rivers. Just go back one year to 2018. 32 touchdowns to 12 interceptions with a 12-4 record, make the playoffs, beat the Baltimore Ravens on the road in the first round, going into Baltimore, beating Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. So we are not too far removed from Phillip Rivers with a 32 touchdown to 12 interception ratio, winning 12 out of 16 games plus a playoff game. That's just one year removed from that 2019 season, which was not great. It was not great by any stretch of the imagination. You go back to Phillip Rivers' numbers under Frank Reich from 2013 to 15. On average, 16 games, 4,518 yards, 31 touchdowns to 14 interceptions, a 67% completion percentage, and led the NFL in completion percentage in 2013. So Phillip Rivers was very productive. I think any Colt fan would sign up for 4,500 yards, 31 touchdowns, 14 picks, 67% completion percentage. I'm pretty sure any Colt fan would sign up for those numbers this year granted that was 2013 to 15 Philip Rivers is older now he was in his early to mid 30s at that point now he's in his later 30s at 38 going on 39 later in the season in December but Philip Rivers is a clear-cut upgrade in my opinion a clear-cut upgrade over Jacoby Brissett and that's what we're looking for franchise quarterbacks don't grow on trees if they grew on trees and we could go out and we could get another Andrew Luck coming in at 21 22 or another Peyton Manning we would have done that but it just doesn't happen overnight So to fill a year, to fill a gap, to fill a void in Indianapolis, Phillip Rivers on a one-year contract. Let him come in hungry. This is a quarterback who is top 10 in multiple statistics but has never been to a Super Bowl. He's never won a Super Bowl. He's the ultimate competitor. And he's going to come in here. He's going to want a chance to compete for and win a Super Bowl championship. That's what's missing on his Hall of Fame resume. Phillip Rivers is one Super Bowl championship away from being a Hall of Famer. He's hungry. He's as hungry as he's ever been. So you're not getting a quarterback coming in here on a farewell tour. You're getting a quarterback coming in here saying, I need a Super Bowl championship. I need to hoist a Lombardi championship. Now, does he physically have it in him at this point to win a Super Bowl championship? I'm not sure. But what I do know is Peyton Manning did not have too much left in the tank when he won in Denver. Tom Brady didn't have too much left in the tank two years ago when he won his sixth Super Bowl with the Patriots, when he threw more interceptions than touchdowns in the playoffs. So you want a quarterback who's able to hit the checkdowns. You want a quarterback who's able to play small ball, especially when you have a good defense like the Colts do, when you have a great offensive line like the Colts do, when you have an offensive mastermind as a head coach like the Colts do in Frank Reich, Phillip Rivers fits Indianapolis perfectly. So I'm excited for Phillip Rivers to come in. I think we have a really solid backup behind him in Jacoby. For all the negative things we've said about Jacoby over the last couple years, that was all pertaining to Jacoby Brissett as a starting quarterback. Jacoby is not a great starter, but he's a great backup quarterback. He's one of the top five backups in the NFL. Not one of the top 26 starters, but when you go to the backups, it's another ballgame, and Jacoby Brissett is one of the top five backups in the league and then our third string quarterback who I believe we will be carrying will be carrying three quarterbacks is a physical specimen who needs time to develop and the Colts have time to give him to develop we're not going to plug and play in week one of 2020 or maybe even 2021 if Philip Rivers plays well and we bring him back next year to start again so the Colts have a really solid quarterback room one through four even Chad Kelly he's one of the better fourth string quarterbacks on any 90-man roster right now. Chad Kelly is a borderline backup in this league, and he's our fourth quarterback. In most organizations, he would probably be three, maybe two, and he's our fourth quarterback. So the Colts have a really solid quarterback room, one through four from Rivers all the way to Chad Kelly. I'm really excited to see Jacob Eason in the preseason. One of the reasons I don't want to see the preseason cut down is because I want to see Jacob Eason take as many reps, as many snaps as possible in the preseason because we're not going to see him again until the 2021 preseason. So you draft a quarterback in the fourth round, you're not going to see him during the regular season. I would love to get a glimpse of Jacob Eason in the preseason give them first team reps give them second team reps give them third team reps just play them anywhere you could play them as much as you could play them I know who and what Jacoby Brissett is I don't need to see any more of them in the preseason give them some snaps but I really want to see Jacob Eason in the preseason especially if the preseason is limited I want to see as many snaps as possible so feeling really good about this quarterback room Jason's going to come on tomorrow and start with the interior defensive line going with the new look defensive tackles with the addition of DeForest Buckner and Sheldon Day. So that should be a lot of fun. Jason's going to hop on tomorrow with that right here on the For the Culture Podcast.